Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Anonymously Human and today I want to talk about perspective shifts and growth and specifically how as a kid I've always wanted to help people and I realized that that was rooted in the wrong things and then I got into this middle space where it's like well I don't want to help anybody and now I am reconsidering that once again so let's dive deep into that and yeah hope you enjoy so ever since I could remember I always just had this drive to want to help people to want to improve people I loved seeing people happier or doing something or seeing that light bulb go off in somebody's head like wow I never thought of it that way or this really helped me I loved it um and so I you know I'm I'm living my life and going through academia going down the track of what I feel as though would be the best way I could help and As I'm growing, as I'm learning, as I am unraveling, I am realizing that the root of why I wanted to help people was not just because of the kindness of my heart. It was also this idea of being accepted and being rewarded and being looked at as, you know, someone worthy, I guess. Um, that my ideas about love and goodness was very contractual based. If I do something good for you, you will accept me. You will love me. You will like me. And oftentimes that can, that kind of perspective can lead down a path of overexertion and doing things that you you may not need to do just crossing boundaries within yourself um all for the idea of love and acceptance and so as i was growing learning about myself and dealing with traumas and different things i had to look at that part i had to really look at how i view love and really reconstruct what was kind, what was nice. <clears throat> and as I'm looking at this view, I kind of became, uh, for lack of a better term, I'll say bitter. Um, and not bitter towards people in general, but just... Okay, never mind. I won't say bitter. I'll just say selfish. I became a little bit more selfish with myself because my whole life up until this point, I have been selfless. I had been giving. I had been constantly sharing, constantly taking care of people, constantly being, you know, neglecting myself in the name of doing these things for people out of love sacrificing myself constantly thinking that that was love and um being upset that I was not getting the same in return and 
I, even to this day, sometimes I have a hard time believing that just being myself is enough. That doing things, doing nice things for people uh, should not come with a price tag. And I wasn't necessarily one of those people who would be like, well, I did that for you, so you need to do this for me. It was internal. I didn't hold people to that standard, but I would not allow people to do things for me because I thought they were suffering. I thought that they were sacrificing things that they did not want to sacrifice to love me because that's what I was doing for them. So I would pour out I would pour out and sacrifice for people, but I would also not allow people to pour out for me because I thought, I do not want you to suffer for me. I do not want you to have to sacrifice and labor for me. Um, and I had to realize that some people... People aren't always sacrificing. Some people want to. People want to care. People want to give. Um, And in my head, I didn't want to do those things. I did those things because I thought that's just what you're supposed to do in order to be accepted, to receive love, to come off as nice. Um. Because otherwise, nobody's going to care about you. Nobody's going to want to be your friend if you do those things. And so that it was a very complicated, twisted view of love, of relationships. And I am still trying to unravel those things. I am still trying to learn to accept when people want to in and understand that they may be pouring just because they want to or that just may be who they are sometimes you know who a person is is enough and who a person is can be loving and can be um can be accepting without performing you know without going the above and beyond I guess I just did not think that who I was was enough me just being me me just doing things because I wanted to would be enough um and not doing things when I don't want to and understanding that people will not hate you or stop caring about you for it and if and that if they do that probably wasn't a good relationship to begin with um and so for a while I kind of got a little selfish with me my time what I wanted to do and who I gave my time out for and if if I didn't feel like talking to you or being around you or doing something that you asked me for practicing saying no and you know trying to keep that balance but it was very very difficult and going 
back into my profession of wanting to help people, of wanting to uh, uplift their lives, for a minute, I was just kind of like, well, if people want to be better, they will be better. Why do I have to sacrifice my time and my energy to try and help these people? You know, um, I no nobody helped me. Nobody helped me to have these realizations. I sought this myself. And if other people want to be better people and to have these realizations, they will do that for themselves as well. Um, I can just worry about me and make sure I'm good on my basis. Um, I can help people generally broadly, but as far as like one-on-one individual help was really uh, the place where I was kind of getting away from mentally because I was just like, I don't know. And I'm still trying to figure that out, but I, I really had this kind of like, no, no, thank you. Like shutting the door on that. I just did. It just did not appeal to me, um, doing that anymore. And, you know, after a while, I'll just say like a couple of months or so, I've, I've like read some books and listened to some podcasts and different things. And I, I have come full circle in a sense of learning that a true love for self is a love for all. And that idea is so big that it's really hard to, you know, wrap your mind around it if you are not ready to accept that. But a true love for self is really a love for all. And um, learning acceptance, learning to meet people where they are. And, um, and interesting, interestingly enough, my field of study kind of led me to that realization, along with other materials, that seeing people where they are, allowing people to tell their truth, allowing people to speak and be themselves and then you as the listener learning to kind of take it for what they're saying you know not putting all of these bias biases in front of them um not inputting what you think not trying to project your perception of the situation just taking it as is and listening and showing that person like, hey, I, I see you, I'm allowing you to be, and how that can impact their life, how they view the world, and how they then have the ability to change, grow, and find a solution that works best for them. And I think a lot of times we live in a society, in a world where we are not allowed to be seen. 
and we are not allowed to have that guard down. Um, we're always kind of performing in one way or another. We're trying to prove ourselves in one way or another. We're trying to get people desperately to see us and listen in one way or another. And it is very difficult to do that when there are so many walls up, seen and unseen. And this idea of love and this idea of acceptance, these things that I have been deeply yearning for was rooted in the fact that I did not feel like I was seen and I did not feel like I was heard. And in that same space, if you don't feel seen or heard, you tend to overdo and overcompensate and go bigger so that people can see and, and be louder so that people can hear. And crazy enough, people tend to shut down when you are louder <laughs> and bigger. You know, sometimes that gives the opposite effect. Um, but it first starts with allowing me to see myself and allowing me to love myself right where I am, that there is no, there is no other level I have to reach. There is nothing more that I have to do. There is nothing more that I need to say that can allow me to embrace love, that allows me to accept love. There is nothing I need to do. There are no qualifications for love. Um, and to ground myself in that thought, I always think of the breath and air, the flow of oxygen, um, the inhale and exhale. It is free. Okay, you have to do nothing but exist to be able to access air. There are no qualifications. You know, the best of the best people and the worst of the worst people have the right to oxygen. Okay, oxygen does not pick and choose who gets to have it. Oxygen does not you know, withhold itself because you are not doing what it wants you to do. It is given continuously without fail. It is expected and it is the standard. And yes, it is taken advantage of, but also deeply appreciated when we can just take a moment and breathe and connect to that, that it's ever present and here. And that's what grounds me in the idea of self-love and the love for others, that everyone is breathing the same air. And 
even if in my mind or somebody else's mind, they're like, you don't deserve to live. You don't deserve to breathe the same air. But they're not in charge of that, right? They are not the dictators of who gets the air and who doesn't. So why would I dictate who gets love and who doesn't? Why would I dictate that for myself? Why would I restrict myself in that way? And that realization really opened my eyes again to, yeah, I can (laughs) help people, but not from a sense of, I want their validation and acceptance. I want them to see me as important or whatever it is because love is available to me no matter who I want to love me. Whether they love me or not is is not the point. It's not the point. Um, A lot of times I think when I think of love, you know, I'm thinking of it as other people and the support of other people and the need for community and that is important it is so 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 important but it is as equally important to understand that love is free that love is not something that needs to be worked for something that needs to be earned Something that needs to be, you know, um, delegated in a way. It is, it is not that. And a lot of times people talk about unconditional love, but truly unconditional love is what air does. Unconditional, no matter who you are, what you think, how you think, who you present yourself to be, who you choose to be, all, none of that matters. If love is truly unconditional, none of it matters. Love is given freely, just as oxygen. Okay, there is no qualifications. And I think that that is something that is difficult to conceive. Um, Sorry, maybe perceive. Difficult to perceive because... It's, we, we don't know it, you know, we, we don't know what it means to love without condition. We don't know what it means to, um, just out of (laughs) kindness, out of, you know, without bias, without, we, we don't know what it means because it, it, it can hurt in a sense and it can feel, you know, you can feel betrayed and you can feel, and it doesn't, and I think we always think of love and we qualify it with acts or how we treat other people. And I, hmm, and this is me just working it out as I'm talking. So, you know, um, give me grace on this idea but I think that 
First of all, the the English language is very limited in the word of love. We have one word for all of the different types of loves that there are out there. Um, but I I want to I I I think that I have to try and define that for myself. What is something that I can give to each individual? That is as free and flowing as the air that I breathe. What would that be? What would that look like? What does it feel like? And maybe it is the space for them to talk. And it is the space for me to listen. Maybe it is the openness and willingness to hear without my thoughts, biases, and perceptions in the way. Maybe it is the space given to allow people to just simply exist. Maybe that is what love is. And I don't have to do anything but allow people to be. Because there is no qualification on their end or on my end. There is no, uh, you know, expectation. It is honestly, (laughs) it is honestly just taking a beat and saying, okay, let me allow this person to be, let me hear this person let me listen to this person let me allow them to express themselves and to listen truly to what they are saying and yeah to to basically just be a good listener and allow people to be in any form that they want to be in that is what love is to me and that is how I can give it freely as oxygen And that is how I would love to help people. I would love to give that space and opportunity for people to be able to be themselves and to be seen and to feel seen and to feel heard. So I think that that perspective shift of love and helping others is what is going to allow me to become a better professional and to lead from a space that is more clear for to lead from a space of more clarity than I had in the past about what was love and what was good and what was kind And I truly believe I will get more results from leading my life this way. And um, I really invite you all to do the same. And I really hope that this really resonates with you as well. If it does, you can always email me at beanonymouslyhuman at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me to know that there are other people who deal with the same things and understand what I'm talking about. And 
you know, are are allowing themselves to have these conversations and to think beyond themselves. I think that that's amazing. So, yeah, thank you again. Happy holidays and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.